Hello everyone, welcome to MMA Midnight. I'm your host, Sean Yuretzian. In this week's episode, we're going to preview UFC 222 and Bellator 195. Let's get started with UFC 222. In the main event, we have Chris Cyborg versus Yana Kuniskaya. This is going to be interesting because everyone knows Cyborg is a destroyer and she's pretty much on another level from all the women in the division right now that are in the, in the you know, that are fighting in the UFC. So it's, you know, everyone's going to pick Cyborg. But also, we never know with Yana Kuniskaya. That's the the mystery with this fight game. You never know what's going to happen. Anything can happen um, from simple mistakes on capitalizing it to, to a certain punch or something landing or submission or different positioning landing because of a slip or whatever it is. Anything can happen in the sport. So definitely don't sleep on the main event. You know, Cyborg is going to be a lock. You know, maybe a lot of us haven't seen a, uh, much of uh, Kuniskaya, but... Just um, just think that she's probably on that high level. She trains at Jackson Wink. You know she's uh, has a lot of good training partners. So keep an eye on that fight. It should be an exciting main event. Even if Cyborg destroys her, goes through with her, you know Cyborg always puts on a performance. She's not a boring fighter. So either way, that's, that fight's going to be entertaining and interesting. Um, in the main event, uh, co-main event, we have Frankie Edgar versus Brian Ortega. This is a fight I'm really looking forward to. Frankie Edgar, he's always game. You know, great wrestler, great boxing, good movement, well-rounded fighter. He's so hard to put away. You know, putting away Frankie Edgar is no easy task. But Brian Ortega, he's got some sick submissions. His ground game is really good. He's got good striking. His striking has really evolved and come along great in his last couple fights. I'm really looking forward to Brian Ortega uh, seeing if, if he's going to be able to pass Frank. Because if he does, this kid's going to be a star. You know, I, th I think he has a good chance against Max Holloway if he can beat Frankie. But we this is, this is the test. This is what's going to determine if Brian Ortega is, you know, champ material. I believe he is. And... Um, but Frankie is is known for shutting stars down. Like this, he's he's no no easy opponent for anyone. Frankie just he up and comers he puts them away. Legends he puts them away. Like it's it's not easy building your name off Frankie Edgar. So if Brian Ortega can do that, that's gonna be amazing. So that's definitely something to keep an eye on on that co-main event. Um, we also have on the main card Sean O'Malley versus Andre Sukmantat. This should be entertaining. Both these guys are strikers. Um, Andre Sukmantat likes to throw down. Um, he he finished uh, Luke Sanders in his last fight. Uh, Sean O'Malley is nine and zero undefeated. He was uh, he was the one that they uh, the kid that they found on the Dana White Contender series. Um, so if you haven't seen his fight, you can check that out. And he also had uh, his debut in the UFC, his last fight. You can check out. Sure, they have those up on Fight Pass. Um, also on the main card is uh, we have a heavyweight matchup with Stefan Struve versus Andre Arlovsky. I'm looking forward to this because it's heavyweights. Everyone likes watching heavyweights fight because there's a high chance of a knockout, someone getting finished. Uh, Marlovsky, his last fight, he beat Junior Albini. It wasn't it wasn't an impressive performance whatsoever, but um, I guess it was a win for him. He was on a five fight losing streak before that. So at least um, Arlovsky got back into the win column. Um, he switched camps for this. He left Jackson Wink, and he's back in Florida, at, and he's, he's training at ATT now. So maybe ATT will help him out. Maybe um, just like he got that rebirth, that resurgence on his career at uh, Jackson Wink when he went there, maybe this will happen to him at ATT again. So we'll we'll see what happens. Stefan Struve, he has that win over Stipe Miocic. A lot of people would like to see him um uh that rematch again 
Um, if he can get a win over Andre Arlovsky, you know, he's right there at the top of the division. The, the heavyweight division is kind of shallow right now, so he could easily be up in that mix. He gets a win over Andre, probably another win. You know, since Stipe and Cormier are fighting this summer, the division's going to be a little tied up. You know, if he can get a win over AA and then uh, over someone else, maybe maybe towards the end of the year or next year, he could be looking at a title shot. So keep an eye on Stefan Struve and Andre Arlovsky. Also, we have Kat Zingano returning, and he's and she's fighting Caitlin Vieira. Caitlin Vieira is undefeated. She's a really well-rounded fighter, exciting. Uh, keep definitely keep an eye on her. If she gets the win over Kat Zingano, she can be looking at getting a title shot. Um, Kat Zingano, I'm not really sure what to expect from her. She's only fought once a year for, since 2011, so there isn't much, you know, recent footage on her. Like I said, once she's only fought once a year since 2011. I know she's had a lot of injuries, some tragedy in her personal life, but uh, we haven't been able to see any consistency from her. So it's interesting to see what uh, Katzingano is going to do in this fight, how she matches up with Caitlin Vieira. But Caitlin Vieira has all the momentum, the hunger. She's she's ready to go for it. Um, so I would I would pick Caitlin Vieira if I had to make a pick on this one, but it's a it's a close fight. Both these women are at like the the top 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 of the level like top level fighters their division their skill level, so that'll be interesting. We also have uh, in a women's fight we have Mackenzie Dern making her UFC debut against Ashley Yoder. A lot of people know Mackenzie Dern from the jiu-jitsu world, social media. She's big on. She fought in uh, Invicta, and also uh, some of you might know Ashley Yoder from the Ultimate Fighter, and she's fought in the UFC before as well in Invicta. So keep an eye on that. We'll we'll get to see if uh, Mackenzie Dern is ready for the UFC level competition. I think this Ashley Yoder fight is actually a good matchup for her because Ashley Yoder isn't really like a high level fighter, but she's that like mid range fighter. So if McK Mackenzie Dern can get past her, it shows that she's ready to start uh, climbing the ranks and slowly start building up her career in the UFC. <clears throat> Overall, UFC 222 is a, a good card, a lot of good fights on there. There's also some other ones on the prelims you're definitely going to want to check out. Um, also, this is uh, Amazon and UFC inked the deal for this one. Uh, the uh, UFC 222 is going to be streaming, is available to purchase on Amazon. So that's a first. Maybe that's something uh, kind of a bit of a foreshadowing for the future. Maybe when this Fox deal is up, maybe UFC is going to be looking... Uh, for their TV deal with Amazon Prime or some sort of streaming service like that, so that's that's interesting. Um, I know at least they I know they're probably trying to get more pay per view buys and trying to get more purchases of their pay per views no matter w whatever way they can. But the pay per view model is pretty much dying. I, I think they should really cut back their pay per view when they get that new TV deal. They should cut it back to about four or five pay-per-views a year and really stack those pay-per-views and make it worthwhile. And the rest of them, really, um, given it'll give you a chance to put out a, a really better product for the new TV deal. You know, you don't have to keep like struggling to fill pay-per-view cards to so you can get buys for it. You know, you'll only have like four or five pay-per-views and you can stack those and you'll have plenty of fight cards on the TV deal that will be like stacked with high-level fighters as well. So I think that will help. Um, it's good to see that they're getting into the um, something like Amazon streaming. Like I said, maybe it's something that we'll, um, we'll see in the future TV deal that they're working on. Um, let's also get into Bellator 195 preview. Bellator is on Friday. Um, in the main event, it's Darian Caldwell versus Leandro Higo. Um, Darian Caldwell is the champ. Um, he's got 11-1 record. He beat Eduardo Dantes. Um, in his uh, last fight to win the belt. 
and uh leandro higo he's um he's a good fighter he uh he was on the ultimate fighter brazil i believe it was season four um so some of you might know him from there he's a good fighter he's he's aggressive well-rounded good jujitsu good striking this should be an exciting fight these guys you know they're both gonna bring action so definitely tune in for the main event and then the co-main event we have joe warren returning against joe tia manglo uh joe warren uh, is his first fight since uh july of last year so we know he's getting up there in age. He's had a, a long fight career, and he's also had some layoffs, like stepping away from the game for a bit. Um, and also, Joe Tiamanglo is on a two-fight losing streak. But don't don't let that fool you, because the two guys he lost to are the guys in the main event, Darian Caldwell and Leandro Higo. So even though he lost his last two, those guys are at the top of the division right now in Bellator. So that'll be an interesting fight. Maybe he's learned a lot from those matchups, fighting that top-level competition, and maybe you know Joe Warren slow down is is older age. You know we know he's been knocked out a few times. Maybe um, maybe this is uh, this is this is uh, Joe Tiamanglo's time to to get a win over the big name. So that'll be a good fight to watch. Also, I'm looking forward to seeing Christina Williams make her uh, uh, return against Emily uh, Dakota. Uh, Christina Williams, she had that awesome win over uh, Heather Hardy. You know, she kicked Heather Hardy in the face a bunch of times, broke her nose. She showed really good striking, and uh, I was really impressed with her performance. And Emily Ducote, she's coming off that um, that uh, fifth-round loss to uh, Lima Lay McFarlane. That was a war. That was their second fight that they had together, and it was, they're both their fights were wars. Emily Ducote's really tough. You know, she's she's well-rounded, durable. So this is going to be a big uh, big test for Christina Williams. This only being her second pro fight, this is going to be a tough test. Emily Ducote is 6-3. and three. She's had a lot of fights. Um, I know Christina Williams has had a kickboxing, like, amateur record and also am amateur MMA fight, but um, this is going to be a, a tough test for her. I'm really looking forward to this fight. Um, so definitely tune into Bellator 195. There's going to be a lot of entertaining fights and also uh, UFC 222. Thank you guys for joining me and enjoy the fights this weekend. Bye.